Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Money in Integrity podcast presented by worklifemoney.co. My name is Kimberly Van. I'm a career mindset coach and the founder of worklifemoney.co, and I'm here to help you develop the personal growth skills to meaningfully make and manage your money to create work-life balance. How? By tackling the self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and procrastination habits that are holding you back. And today, I want to talk about the four ways I was able to achieve my dream career. I spent a lot of years flip-flopping between different career paths, industries, and have a long slew of like random temporary jobs on my record. It took me a while to figure out what my dream career is, but more importantly today, I want to talk about how I actually achieved it. I currently work in government finance, which is probably the furthest idea of a dream career for most people, but it is for me. And there are many reasons for that, which I will go into in another episode that I've actually already outlined. But in today's episode, I'm really going to be focusing on how I achieved it. I firmly believe that everyone's dream career should be different. We all have different skills, interests, and goals. And so today I want to break that down because it's not only important to remember that, you know, we have different skills than each other, but we actually also have different skills and interests and goals in relation to the different versions of ourselves. And what do I mean by that? Like my dream career looked different when I was 20 and now that I'm 30 and it might and probably will look like different when I'm 40 or 50, but the ways in which I achieved my dream career has transcended through all of those career paths, no matter what stage I was at. So if you are looking on how to achieve your dream career and really being able to transform it later on in your life, then this is the episode for you. So let's just get started. Now, the first way I was able to achieve my dream career was I created a side business and formed hobbies outside of my dream career. You are not your career. I firmly believe that one of the ways I was able to confidently achieve my career and the success I have in it now is I was able to outsource a certain set of skills, interests, and passions to other parts of my life. The first way I really was able to achieve my dream career was to have it not be my end-all, be-all answer or even my sole purpose in life. Of course, my career is a massively meaningful part of my life. I enjoy it every single day, but it's not who I solely am or and it's not all that I have to contribute to the world. When I first started off on that path of, you know, career planning and figuring out what to do with the rest of my life, it felt so incredibly overwhelming. But one of the big breakthroughs I had when really choosing my to focus on my dream career and what segment of to focus on it was that I understood that I could utilize other skills and interests in other segments of my life instead of having to depend on my career as like my entire definition. This is actually the work life money formula. And if this is something that you're interested in and something that you um, want more information about. I actually talk about this um, work-life framework in episode 38 of the Money and Integrity podcast, and I'll link that in the show notes. And that's all about how to choose a career path when you're multi-passionate. But 
one of the things I was really able to do while actually achieving my dream career and pursuing it was I actually created a side business to pursue certain other types of passions. And I really allocated my search in a dream job to a specific skill set and a specific life um, style. I'm now working in my dream job in my nine to five in government finance. But a part of that is also creating work-life money and hosting the Money in Integrity podcast. I love what I do. I get to work on really cool projects in my nine to five, like things I would never have the opportunity to do when I'm running my own business. Like I manage and negotiate contracts and projects up to like five, like half a million dollars. I like, I don't, I don't think I would ever have the opportunity in my own business to do that. And also I absolutely love public service work and I can't see myself leaving for a really long time because I truly believe that that being a part of something bigger than me and something that will outlive me is just so fulfilling in the long run. However, at the same time, my nine to five doesn't allow me to fulfill my creative side all the time. You know, I love writing and podcasting and helping others through coaching, which is a completely different set of skills. Now, I also love in my nine to five, that analytical side of me, that part of me that is really able to utilize a certain type of skill like negotiating to find a career that it's the end all be all like of being able to coach, but also like project manage it's would be, and podcast would be probably near impossible at some points. And so that's why to me, I have achieved my dream career. I also really love the place that I work and I love being around other people. I love being a part of a team. I love having management and leadership that I can learn so much from and that I admired so much. Running you know, your own side business is great, but I'm all alone here. So everything you see is me, like the podcast, the editing, the, the Instagram, like everything. It's just me behind the screen or the phone. And so... If I were pursuing this full time, I would be extremely lonely because I love working with other people. So to me right now, I have achieved my dream career because I get the the best of both sides. Now, creating a side business has, you know, allowed me to achieve my dream job in my nine to five, but it actually has made me better at it too. Because I'm not, when I'm there, I'm not wishing I'm doing something else. I get to do all that creative stuff on the evenings and weekends, and I can look forward to it. There are pros and cons on both sides. Managing a creative side business is great at times, but it's also very volatile and it's very overwhelming at times. And I get to then actually go back to my nine to five and I get to be around my, like I mentioned, my team again, and I get to use my project management skills. So when you are looking to achieve your dream career, I really invite you to take a step back and think about what area of that part of your life you want your career to focus on and really not depend on it as your definition. I actually don't define myself in my nine to five role. I also define myself as the founder of Work Life Money, as the podcast host to the Money and Integrity podcast, as um, a career mindset coach. Like I identify with all of those things and those are part of the contributions that I put out in the world. Like coaching is like as much as I love public service, coaching is a different type of fulfillment because 
in my work especially, I coach um, women who are in really meaningful careers and who want to do really good things for the world. And the fact that I get to be a part of someone else's journey while they execute and they accomplish wonderful, great things beyond what I as one person am able to is phenomenal. It's like, it's just so incredible to me. And so that's a different type of fulfillment, right? And so when you are creating a side business alongside your nine to five, it is actually even more beneficial to you because it allows you to excel in your nine to five when you have a creative outlet. I find being able to channel my creativity into something else is so beneficial because then in my nine to five, I can really, really focus in on that more analytical side of myself. So if you, when you are looking at achieving your dream career, make sure to also think about creating a side business. And no, you don't have to create one just for the end goal of being able to take it full time. You can create it for yourself. And that goes the same for hobbies. So if you are not a person that wants to go and create a side business, that's fine. But then you can outsource your things to either volunteer opportunities or hobbies as well. I used to, um, you know, pre-COVID world, which was so different. Um, I actually used to um, volunteer with a women's group in Tanzania, and I was actually there for a while working with women in microfinance, and I absolutely loved it. And that was, you know, a part of me that I really, really enjoyed, but was it my, you know, full nine to five, like life career? No, but I still got to work with people in a way that I wanted to, right? And I still got to utilize the skills that I wanted to and help the people that I wanted to. But I mean, I wasn't creating a business out of it. I wasn't, um, that wasn't even a hobby. It was just volunteering. And there are many other things that you can do that are purely out of hobby and not out of um, actually creating a job. And that's okay. Like for me, I also, my my favorite hobby is cooking. I, do I plan on being, you know, a food blogger? No, not right now. Do I plan on quitting my job and becoming like a full-time chef or pastry chef? Um, or having my own TV show, like Food Network TV show. Oh my God, that would be so amazing. But like, no, I don't, I'm not pursuing that at all. But that doesn't mean that I can't create recipes and I can't experiment and I can't enjoy that part of myself. And again, to me, cooking is a creative outlet as well. So that is something I really want you to think about. And if you are looking to start a side business alongside a full-time job, I just wanted to let you know that I actually have a three-part series on the podcast on how to do that. So the first episode is how to choose a side business um, using my TNT formula. The second one is how to balance it with a nine to five. And the fourth, uh, uh, the third episode is about mistakes to avoid. So that is episode 54, 55, and 56 on the podcast, if that is something you're interested in. But I really invite you to think and remember that you are more than your career. Now, the next way I was able to achieve my dream career is I really learned how to market myself. I've always been a good student. I can study for like basically anything. And I've always, you know, gotten the accolades that follow along with it that marked me as a high achiever, like um, the principles list and doing well in school. But something I've always struggled with was being able to communicate and take ownership of these achievements. Not one person in my entire life has ever said to me, if you don't have confidence, you won't succeed. I think that when I was in school, 
and younger into my career, I always thought that my achievements would speak for themselves and that my ability and my talents and skills would always, you know, come to the forefront and people would just know that I'm a really hard worker and that I, I would be really great at a job. In reality, it didn't come off that way. I've had to really learn that a part of my job is showcasing my talent, being able to confidently communicate my skills and market myself. And really, this has never, well, not in my younger years of school, it was more prominent in my um, later years of school, because I was in a co-op program, it was never really shown to me how important it is. You know, there, I think that there's this type of lacking in the school curriculum right now that teaches us that being studious is good enough and getting good grades is um will it will speak for itself and to an extent it does and for a while it works but once you get out into the world you know the career and job market you realize that there are a lot of really really great people out there with the same skills and very similar experiences um and you really have to learn how to market yourself and actually a lot of people out there have jobs that they're not that qualified for or they're not that great at because they were able to market themselves in the interview, right? So one of the biggest turning points in my career that allowed me to achieve it now and in the future is to learn how to confidently market myself and tell my career story for any type of career change. Like I had talked about at the beginning, I firmly believe that you are not your career. And I also believe that your career can and should change as your life priorities and circumstances change. And I really needed to learn how to stand out in order to achieve my dream career. And when you're looking at achieving your dream career, there's actually two parts to it. The first is, of course, the job title, which encompasses you know, the skills and the responsibilities and the tasks involve the job itself. And there's another part of it, which is your dream job, like employer. So that actually really talks and speaks to the environment that you like to be in, the people like you like to be around and the management styles and corporate culture that works for you. So when you are looking to achieve your dream career, it's so important to learn how to market yourself for both areas. And you might be thinking, okay, but how do I do that? Well, this is something I work on a lot with my clients. And what it really comes down to is learning how to reflect on your career past and to develop that true confidence within yourselves, not just trying to um, think of the perfect words, but actually looking at how you view your career and your beliefs upon it, and then learning how to create a marketable personal brand, which is something I specialize with with my clients as well. So if this is something that you are looking to further develop, I highly encourage you to book a free career clarity call with me. Um, the link for that will be in the show notes, but you can go to calendly.com forward slash Kimberly dash WLM, where we can hop on a one-on-one -on -one call and really look at what is holding you back in your career and learning how to develop that career confidence within yourself to market yourself. And so if that is something you're currently struggling with, I would love, love, love to work with you and to see if career confidence coaching is for you. Ultimately, the biggest thing I've learned about career change is that true career confidence comes from within and it is what gives you that extra boost to really 
achieve your dream career instead of just a successful career. Those things that I talked about earlier, they are great. You know, figuring out how the great a great structure to your interview or how to present your resume. Those are awesome things. But when you have true career confidence, it takes those good things and makes them great and takes them to a higher level so that you can actually achieve your dream career. Now, the third way I was able to achieve my dream career is that I was really able to master the art of career change. One of the biggest reasons I'm so confident that my current job is my dream job is because it allows me to live my dream life at this stage of my life. However, will I still feel the same way in 10, 20, or even 30 years? Will I still be podcasting? Will I still be in government finance? Only time will tell. And to be honest, I'm not that confident in what the future holds, but I am super confident in my ability to adapt and lean into whatever happens next. I, like I mentioned earlier, really believe that your career can and should change as your life and priorities change. So the truth is my dream career will probably change someday. And the reason I know I will be able to achieve it is because I've learned that career, those career change skills and mastered that art by really being able to extract different parts of my career to create that marketable personal brand I was talking about before and change careers anytime I need to or anytime I want to. It's really scary to achieve your dream career because anything can happen. For example, COVID, it changed and uprooted and really revolutionized many sectors and areas and industries. It turned people's jobs basically upside down overnight, either making them obsolete when we were all in lockdown or putting like an immense pressure on them. Like if you were in tech at the beginning of the pandemic and everyone all of a sudden was online, anything can happen in the world. And that's why it is so important to learn how to change careers and how to really master that art confidently because you will probably, again, change careers at different stages of your life. And I feel like for many people, once upon a time, and for most people, probably, it's scary. It's daunting. But for me, because I'm so confident in this ability, it is actually exhilarating. It's so thrilling to know that if this, for whatever reason, beyond my own circumstances, doesn't work out, I can pursue a different career successfully and really evaluate and learn how to achieve my next dream career like that is so incredibly exciting to me like for example if for some reason I have to like move abroad or I like there's something big that happens um at my workplace or something like that or in my industry and I wasn't able to do anymore I could do like anything else that's so cool so that's why I really really believe that this is a key part of a key way that I was able to achieve my dream career is learning that I can change it. And the fourth way I was able to achieve my dream career was really learning to repeat and implement career advice and confidence instead of just consuming it. Now, when you are going through your personal growth journey and learning how to really develop that career confidence to market yourself and really to achieve your dream career, it is easy to feel like, You can read something once or take in something once and then apply it right away. And this 
can be true of certain things, but the true career confidence that is required to achieve your dream career takes practice. It doesn't just happen all at once. And even when you are developing your confidence, it's an ongoing skill development. This is something I continue to work on all the time. And this is an interesting conversation I also had with one of my clients when we were, you know, talked, she was doing the training. So as a part of my career coaching, I actually have personalized trainings alongside the coaching calls. And she was talking on our messaging support that's also included in the coaching program and said, you know, I really feel like I should know all of this by now, right? And it is so easy to beat ourselves up on the things that we quote unquote should and should not do. But I reminded her that it, this is practice. Just because you learned it once, uh, you know, the career mindset tools that we had talked about, the mindset shifts that we had talked about, doesn't mean that you just automatically apply it all the time in every situation. It takes practice and it that's why I'm such a big believer in repetition. I actually reread things a lot of times. I re-listen to things and I actually focus now more on implementing and executing career advice instead of just happily consuming it. And the analogy that I like to compare this to is learning a language. And that is very similar to creating and developing career confidence. Now, when you first learn a language, I speak three languages, um, it can be really difficult. And actually, at the very beginning, there's a ton of repetition. If your first language is English, you might not remember it, but you go through the alphabet a lot of times. You go through spelling and grammar a lot of times at a young age because you're not expected to only listen to it once and then be, be able to apply it all the time right away. And that goes this for the same when you learn a language as an adult. If we could all just um, listen to a word and learn it in a new language and then be able to apply it right away, we'd be all be polygots, you know? We'd all speak multiple languages if that was all that it took. But actually learning a language takes repetition and also it takes a level of confidence and implementation and execution as well because you know, it's great to just read a book and, you know, use an app to learn a language, but it's actually what you really need it for is like everyday conversation or actually apply it in real life. It's not just enough to really get an A on a French test. You, it, It's more important to really learn how to work in that environment, right? And so when it comes to learning a language, um, what I like to think about is, you know, your confidence and your ability to execute and apply that would be different in different environments. For example, if I'm practicing in my bedroom, yeah, learning a language is a lot easier when there's no one around to really judge or listen to me and when I'm just by myself, right? It's different in a classroom um, when I'm actually speaking in front of other people. But again, also those are people who are learning the language with me and a teacher who's a guide. And it's much different when you're actually in the environment, in a different country, and you're speaking with another person who maybe doesn't speak English at all. So there is no backup plan. There's no translation there. And they might speak with a different dialect or they might get confused on something that you have said, right? And that confidence is... Um, and that ability to speak a language is different in different circumstances. And that's what I like to think about as confidence as well. 
I am very confident now speaking in front of a class or a meeting. And that was not something I had before. When I was um, younger, I even struggled to read a passage in front of my class. Now I'm not really scared to raise my hand and to speak my opinions and really sometimes strong ideas. And I'm not afraid of that in like a classroom when I'm in school or in a meeting, but I don't have that same level of confidence. And this is still something I'm developing when it comes to my director or my managers. That's something I'm still working on, right? So confidence is not just a one and done thing that you do and you expect it to do all the time. And that again is how to achieve your dream career is really focusing on that repetition and that the implementation, the execution, the hard, uncomfortable, maybe embarrassing parts of it. And that's why consuming information is great, but it can only get you to a certain extent at what really pushes you and really goes gets you from a good career, a satisfactory career, to a great dream career is that implementation, is that ability and willingness to grow and also have the you know downsides that might come with it. But that's okay. So as you are um, moving through your career journey, I really invite you to um, focus a lot more on repetition and implementing ideas and techniques instead of just listening to them and then working through the personal growth side that comes up after that. And that's what I really, really focus on with my clients as well is that when I, and that's why I so believe in coaching. So when I'm working with a client through something, I don't expect them to hit the nail right off the mark right away. Things will come up. It's going to be uncomfortable. What I'm, what we're doing and what I'm asking for you to grow and develop in your career is going to be uncomfortable. There are going to be mindset blocks and really being able to coach you, uh, my clients through that is something I found is that is the magic, right? That's what really allows, um, true career development to happen instead of just trying to tick another box, which is what we're taught in school. So again, if this is something that you want to develop, I really invite you into my one-on-one coaching program and you can book your free career clarity call um, at, in the link in the show notes. At the end of the day, when it comes to career confidence, it's not all you know, one and done. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was that simple, but it's something that you know all constantly evolves. And you know, changes because yes, like confidence has also changed in my side business. You know, I was confident in my career, but I struggle with other things in creating work-life money. So it is something that's constantly evolving. And it's something that, again, I find exciting to keep working on. And that's when I see the true results. My career has taken many forms over the past few years, and something tells me I am just getting started. And like I mentioned, I find that so exciting, so exhilarating. There is so much great things ahead that I am not looking at my career path and saying and dreading it and saying, oh, like, when can I retire? I'm looking at my career path and thinking, oh, like, what are all the things I can accomplish in this short amount of time? Because 30, 35 years is, is going to pass quickly. <laughs> and there's so much that I want to be able to achieve and accomplish and impact and help people in that time. And it's really exciting. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the four ways that I was able to achieve my dream career. And if it has, I would love to hear from you.
So you can always find me on Instagram at I'm at worklifemoney.co or you can send me an email. I'm Kimberly at worklifemoney.co and my contact information is always in the show notes. But I just wanted to also end this off by saying, you know, your career and your dream career can change and it can take so many different forms. And also, I really believe that you can do it at any stage of your life. So it's not something that you have to have figured out in your 20s, your 30s, or even your 40s or 50s. It's something that you can constantly, constantly change and evolve with you because it's it's a meaningful component of your life. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Remember, I'm always cheering you on and I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Money and Integrity podcast, I highly encourage you to leave a review at Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you're listening from. This helps more people discover the podcast and become a part of this community. Remember, we're all in this work-life money thing together.